Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 255 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for showing us your might and strength as we read your word. Help us see your magnificence today. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's see what Jesus is teaching in John chapter 9. This chapter always speaks volumes about who Jesus was and is today. He healed a man who had been blind since birth. Jesus told his disciples he was born that way so God could show himself as magnificent. So Jesus healed him, and that's where the story really begins. The man was brought to the Pharisees to tell his story of healing. Instead of praising God for this man's sight, they condemned Jesus for healing on the Sabbath. Their hearts were hard, and they could not spiritually see. However, the man who was healed now had both spiritual and physical sight, while the Pharisees lived in spiritual darkness. This man told them that surely a man who could give him back his sight was from God. But they rebuked him, and he was thrown out of the church. However, Jesus caught up with him again. He had a one-on-one meeting with this man, and the man believed in him. He was made whole, both physically and spiritually, by the one who created him and was granted eternal life in person by Jesus Christ. We can only imagine how he must have felt. His healing was worth the wait, don't you think? I'm sure he wondered why he had been born blind, and he probably endured much suffering because of it. But the wait was so worth it. Whatever you are waiting for, continue to wait expectantly for the Lord. He sees you and has a great plan for you. Well, let's see what Paul writes to the Ephesians in chapter 5. In verse 1, Paul encourages us to imitate God and follow his example as a child imitates his own parents. What does that look like? Verse 2 tells us it's about walking in love just as Christ loves us. He warns the people to avoid immorality, greediness, and covetousness. He also warns them against false teaching and encourages them to seek the light. Verse 10 says, try to learn in your experience what is pleasing to the Lord. Let our lives be constant proofs of what is most acceptable to him. This is a lifelong directive for sure. But little by little, we grow from one glory to another. Verses 19 and 20 are uplifting and show us more of what to do instead of what not to do. Speak out to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs offering praise with voices and instruments and making melody with all your heart to the Lord at all times and for everything, giving thanks in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to God the Father. Yes, let us give thanks to our Savior and God the Father for sending his Son to save us. No matter what is going on in our lives, the great I am is the great I am, and he deserves our praise and our thankful hearts. Well, let's see what Isaiah is prophesying in Isaiah chapter 19. Isaiah prophesies against Egypt at the beginning of this chapter, which comes full circle around at the end. The Egyptians were some of the biggest idol worshippers of all time. They worshipped all kinds of gods, and God's wrath will be against them. They will fight against each other. Their leaders will become cruel, and advisors to their leaders will be foolish. This results in very harsh treatment of the people. The Nile River will dry up, which will stop all the growing. The wealthy will be crushed. They will all become helpless. Meanwhile, Judah will become strong. In the Egyptians' pain and anguish, they will find the Lord. And eventually, all three powers of Judah, Egypt, and Assyria will become peaceful with one another, and God will bless them all. In chapter 20, we read that Assyria overtook Ashdod, which was one of the five Philistine cities. Assyria kept taking more and more land. 
Then we read that God told Isaiah to take his sackcloth and shoes off and walk around in his loincloth and bare feet for three years. This was a sign forewarning Egypt of their impending doom. Assyria did capture many of the Egyptian people and led them away naked and in shame. Neither Ethiopia nor Egypt could save the Israel people, both of whom they had put their trust in. They were to trust only in God. May we see that God is the only one who can save us. All power and might is truly his. Well, let's see what we can learn from Psalm 74. Asaph writes about the destruction that happened as a result of King Rehoboam. Rehoboam was Solomon's son and was responsible for splitting the Israelites from Judah. Because he served other gods, the Lord sent Egypt after all the people and God's temple. We read about the devastation through the eyes of Asaph in verse 11. But then in verse 12, he writes, Yet God is my king of old, working salvation in the midst of the earth. He writes about God parting the Red Sea, crushing the Egyptians, bringing water from rocks, and drying up the Jordan. He goes on to write about God as the creator of everything, and then he asks God to remember the covenant he made with Abraham. He prays for God to help the oppression of their people and then pay back their adversaries. We must know that God is almighty, and he plans to avenge his people. He plans to avenge us as well. Let us continue to believe in him as his ability to take care of us and pay back our enemies. Let us pray. Oh, Lord, thank you for being the almighty God that you are. Thank you for sending your son to show us your strength as he healed the blind man. Thank you for showing us your might and power as you dealt with the nations. Help us know that you are working in our lives as well. Don't let us miss you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word.